0: Myself to do it because of my compassion. But enough is enough. Let us turn to the book of Isaiah. To backslide it is bad enough as I said to be in a backslidden condition a person that is in a backslidden condition is right on the borderline you have really backslide but you are right on the borderline and just any little thing will flip you over And we need to cut back, knowing where we are in some time we don't know. Backsliding is a state, you're in a state of drifting. And sometimes when you're drifting, you don't even know it. Now there's a difference in floating and then drifting. You can be drifting and gradually moving and don't know it, no wave, no nothing. But you gradually going away from the shore or from the bank, amen. When you realize where you are and wake up and see, you too far out to get back if you don't have a paddle. Then there you are. What you gonna do if you can't swim? You jump out of the boat, try to make it back to shore? Then you need some help. And that's the way that we are in this ship Are on our way, we say, to heaven. Now listen to what God has said to Isaiah to prophesize to his people. I'm going to use them as his people. The reason why I want to use them as his people in order to bring to you, and that you will get the message of what we're talking about. He knows how to bring us to shame, and he will do it. Amen. A person that has turned away from God, that really. What was walking in God and we put these uh, people in three or four different categories and we don't know where we are our sins. what one are you in I want you to think will God hold his anger forever I say not according to his word, for he said that he would not, that he would not hold his anger forever, but yet he is a long suffering God. Now he had been dealing with these people for some time. And now it's time for him to make a move to let them know exactly who he is and what he is capable of doing and what is about to happen because when we think we is untouchable and we feel that we got everything running smooth and God have been debated with us and he has, he allow you to talk back at him he allow you to say, "Well, Lord, I, I, I don't think you just. You don't think he allow that, Lord? I don't think you fair. You don't think that he will allow you to stand before him with such words? Would you say that to him? Huh? You'd be afraid to afraid of what he allow you? Listen, God made you different from any, anything else. Didn't they talk with him like that way back? No. But then what did he do to him after talking to him like that? Did he say, Shut up, don't you say another word, don't you argue with me? Look, I'm God. You're different because of the way God made you. You speak your mind to God. And some of you do on the inside, but you just don't bring it out. He was a coward. Now don't come looking and like God knows your heart anyway. And he knows, he knows. God does a lot of things you don't think is fair. When he bless your neighbor and he don't bless you and you feel that you're living way better than your neighbor. And then you ask, well, I wonder why, well, why is this? everybody being blessed but me? What do that mean? What do that indicate? Lord, you, 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 you're looking over me. Other words, I don't think that's right. You killed my child, or you you caused or permitted my child to die, and my neighbor is worse than I. I go to church and I'm saved. Lord, I don't understand you. Ain't that what you think? God said, I know your thoughts. I know what you're thinking. I'm far off. You can't fool me. You can't get up there, amen, trying to make believe that I feel God, but you you don't fear. If you fear him, you won't commit sin. Now that's a good way. Amen. And to fear God is the beginning of what? Wisdom. All right. So anyway. Here we go. God has been working with these people a very, very long time. And because that there is no love in their heart for God and they are continuing in their own ways. Then God say, I am tied. How long it's been? How many years it's been? It's not overnight. Not over a couple of years, but for a time. It's been said the man that it take a long time to make him angry. Don't fool with him. Because he might lose something up here on you. He starting. He don't know when to quit. He, he say he go crazy on you when he get mad. Have you heard tell of a, a man beating another one to death? Huh? He just went, just went wild. Or just he, he didn't know, hey man, When that was enough. So God said, or is saying, "Don't stir me up." Don't have me to cause my wraths to come down up on you. I have refrained myself. I held my peace long enough. Trying to get you to understand I sent prophets. I've sent priests. I've sent other ministers. To try to tell you to break off from your sin. Now there is a recourse. God loved every one of us. I'm talking about everyone. The sinner and the saint, Israel and the Jews and the Gentiles. He loved all of us. But it's a mighty a mighty little love and respect that we have for him. All right. Now in this lesson that we're about to go into, God is fixing to bring somebody to shame. Oh, you wonder wondering about that night. Nice. Why he gonna do it is because he doesn't got time. He has to take somebody and make an example out of them so that others may fear. Yes. Holy women's holy women's of God, so it is written where shame faces. They don't want you to see or they don't want to expose their neckness. Make your shame. So you will always do something to keep from being ashamed or looked upon as somewhat of a approach. So they wear their dresses long enough. They don't wear them too tight. They don't wear them too low. Amen. Now that's in the book. You don't wear them too low. You don't wear them with splits up To your thigh, huh? You don't wear them with splits too high in the back. Why? It's because you're ashamed. You used to do that. I ain't getting no amens in here, but you know that's the truth. I said you used to do that. The shamefacedness that you have its because of what God has done for you on the inside. Amen. But when you allow yourselves to drift, when you allow yourself to become callous, and allow yourselves to start floating a backslide. You goes back to the same old person, a same old man you used to be. Listen, you pull off these where you got in the church. Some of y'all, nobody had to tell you to pull them off. You just saw that you was different from the sanctified folks when you became sanctified and then that made you volunteer to pull them off. You pull off of your pants. You pull off of your shorts. You pull off of your minute skirts and put on something that was pertaining to holiness. For you were ashamed the way you were and how you used to dress. And you thought it really looked bad, and it did. But to the world it didn't. Now you walked in the pathway of duty for a long time. And it's a beautiful way when you live in holy. Huh? It's a sweet way when you live in holy. Huh? Oh yes, oh yes. I don't hear some of y'all saying nothing, but I'm telling you the truth it is. Amen. And everything was up to par. Listen, you was anxious to go to church and to be on time. You was glad to come close to the front. You had a smile on your face when you entered the house of worship. It was praise the Lord to everybody. Everybody looks sweet to you. You'll go out and spread the news, the word about your church, Greater Bethlehem Temple. None like it. Amen. That went on for a while. But remember there is some endurance that we'll talk about later, but there's some enduring. Yes. Amen, you got to keep this thing up. The further you get on the road, the more speed you ought to pick up and still back it up. You let these little cars, you know, uh, would skip off just in a block or two and they go. But them old Buick's, if you remember, them old Baby Langton, y'all don't know nothing about that. And all those old cars, when they really start to the roll it, they'll overtake the others down there somewhere that not run hot. <laughs> and they're just getting ready to run. Now, you know it or not I believe it or not we are in a race and it's time for to be refueled because some of us is about to run out of fuel, and you suddenly need something to take you to your destiny You done pull off these things. You done pull off this up here. And you done pull off of the bracelet. You done pull off. And now here you come back. You got weak. You start drifting. Others can tell when you're drifting. But you can't. And you really the main one need to know. But if you ain't too far, somebody can throw out a a lifeline and bring you back in if you want to, but some folks don't want to be drawn back in. They'll get angry with you when you talk to them about their faults and about the slackness and how they are. So when they start drifting, are backsliding or on the edge they'll start gradually putting these things back on now y'all know me I'm not against jury huh hallelujah but if you pull it off when you not saved if you pull it off what made you put it back on who told you to put it back on? If you thought it was wrong When you pulled it off What are you thinking now I See the light Huh Until the pastor tell you it's all right to put it on. Then you have a reason for putting it back on. But I don't bother with nothing that is small as jewelry. Huh? I, I don't even bother with it. But I'm talking about you, drifting. I'm talking about you pulling it off and you got away from it and you condemned everybody. It used to be that we could tell the saints from the sinners in the church. We used to go look at their dresses. We used to go look at the, the makeup. We used to go look at the jewelry. But now you can't tell him. And we don't know who to shoot at or what to shoot at. It's because all look like terror. Oh yes, oh yes. Oh y'all just went to get with me? Amen, amen. You just heard to say it. That's right. You can't pull up nothing because you don't know what to pull up. Everything looks like cow out there. You know you you too good looking. And then they's not ashamed, and some of them, uh, you know, they just go overboard. You don't say nothing, you know. and then they get bigger and bigger and longer and longer. Even if it was no sin, too much of anything ain't no good. It it provokes God. Got rings on every finger. Just about except the thumb. Huh? Jury all over. I'm not condemning that. But I'm talking about you done changed. Huh? You done changed now. For what you are in the church, and look what you are now, and proud with it, and it become an insult to you if anybody saying anything to you about it. If this was gonna cause me to be lost, I'll take it off. I said, if it was going to cause me to be lost, I'll gladly take it off. If I believe that this was going to bring about offense or stop my brother or sister to stumbling, I'll take it off. But we would rather do anything wrong than to do the right thing. Now God looking at all of that, all of that. He ain't saying nothing, he just done looking. Then you got out of the long dresses. What made you get out of? Them? I'm gonna get to the lesson after a while. I, I got it, I got it, oh I got it. What happened to the long dresses? You used to have them are wearing them the right length. And you would wear them long. And somebody said, oh, they're more sanctified folks. How you know? Child, can't you tell by the dresses they wear? How long they are? But you start drifting. And you start raising them. And you go from that into shorts, working in the yard at home. Maybe God wanted me to teach this because springtime and summertime. Oh, it ain't no harm in my own yard. So I'm going to wear what I want to wear. I'm going I have never seen in all the days of my life women love to put on pants. Years ago, even unsaved didn't like pants, they didn't like them. But now they would rather wear pants than to wear a dress. I could say something, but I won't say that now. But I want to. I'm talking about drifting. What I'm saying may not make sense to you right now, but it will. God said I'm going to bring shame up on you. You're still in the church, but I'm going to bring shame upon you. You still belong to me, but I'm going to bring shame upon you. I'm going to expose you to the world. See if there's a difference. Now, now, we have this, and yet we put it on somebody else's way, be it far from me. Have a thumb of godliness. Uh, you got to bring that closer than you've been bringing it. Because when you put it far from you, you can't see yourself. Some of you, I see you, but I can't even recognize who you are. That's because of the distance. A form of godliness. But denying. The power thereof. And because we. Is denying it it is. It is because we have not took a second look. At ourselves. The question is, you got no big thing going. What is the world doing that you ain't doing? Well, I think that's a pretty good question. Don't we supposed to be different? Then why are we trying to pattern after them instead of them pattern after us? God knows how to bring you to shame. All right. The book of Isaiah chapter forty seven. He is now fixing to put his wall clothes on. He is now fixing to take a stand. He is now making ready to bring somebody to shame. Through the message, through this lesson tonight, you're gonna see how low God is going to bring us and how he going to expose us? It's just like snatching the cover off of somebody when it's cold. You wrapped up in your sheet and your blanket and somebody coming through. You're going to jump all up because you don't want to be exposed. And it doesn't feel good either. So listen to what God is saying through his prophet as he tells him to say. First thing he said is to come down. And sit. That's bad enough. What, you must be up. You feel so secure and good in yourself. But I've been watching you a long time. I've been pleading with you. I've been begging you. But you wouldn't take heed. And now I am tied. And I'm ordering you to come down. Hallelujah the matter lord i'm tired i've been prevailing with these people long enough i'm gonna say this before we get further in the message and it's good to remind ourselves about it because we are here I don't know what the year of 2000 hold and I don't maybe you do maybe you you is making ready to do something about it but I don't know nothing I can do about the year of 2000 but depend on God hallelujah i know you're speaking about computers and all these other things and you're trying to i will, not when i say you you may not be doing nothing but how you are getting so uh, carried away and overboard and, and buying up things and being like so many more taking the money out to banks and all just nervous and losing out and yet you can't do nothing about it. Only what God allows will be. If God is not ready for a disaster to come up on the world or America, it isn't coming. The time you think it ain't coming is the time that you should be wise enough is to believe that god got his own set time. God holds everything in place until he gets ready to release and open his hand and nothing can stop it. He's able and he will, he will burn through everything regardless what kind of material or metal it is. Be like that they said about a man that he was so wicked do everything but he had a stone pit built. And every time he started lightning and thundering he would run to this place that he had built. he go down in there. When it's over, when he come back started doing the same thing, but he never feared God. One day, it started to thunder and lightning, and he ran down in there. I don't know how many are inches thick or how many foot it was thick. He went down in there. They tell me this was supposed to be true. Say that was a string of lightning king And it came and they described it as looked like it was made like a bracing bit. And it bore his way down right on the top of that bone. All the way down, I don't know how far it had to go until it reached that man down there and killed him. God don't care why you go. He can find you. Amen, you can't run, you can't hide from him. Amen. It's the best to fear him. So look what God is trying to do for us. Who can tell me, first of all, how old is God? I've been hearing about God ever since I've been in the world. I ain't, I'm not old, oh oh but I'm old in your sight who is that back that said that but however there a time when men were living and they got my nice, they were just in that prime oh yes it was Come on now, you don't know your Bible if you're saying that, huh? They was in their prime. They just got married and just began to have children back there then. They just began to live. But what happened to us? It was sin because of sin that our years and days has been shortened. men but look what God has done in a lot to bring us to where we are now God didn't make us that we would get our 50 and 80 years old and die but now when you get a certain age you in the way. And you need to die. For what? To make room for others. If nobody would never die, this world would be overpopulated. Amen. Now, wouldn't it? Amen. Wouldn't it? Yes, it would. So God got it fixed so that, amen, amen, amen. Get you out of the way and then he brings somebody else on the scene. Cried to incoming, not at the outgoing. Babylon, Babylon, you have reigned long enough. You have withstood me long enough. Today's my day. I'm rising up now. Who will stop me? My anger is kindled against you. I sent prophets. I sent messengers. I warn you time after time. instructed you how to live. But you wouldn't do it. No, I am ordering you now You ever heard when God starts blessing you? Nobody can stop him from blessing you. By the same token when he curses you. Amen. When he is after you nobody can stop him until he do what he was intending to do
1: come down and sit come down humble yourself now
0: the Lord God of Israel is speaking come down and sit. is he order you down think about where you are think about where pride has allowed you to be so high oh yes we have a lot of pride. pride and God hates pride Pride becoming enemy to God. Come down. Surrender. Humble yourself. Sit in the dust. Get out from where you are. Not on your knees. Not in a chair. But sit down on the ground. Sit down in the dust. Who want to be on a down? From kings and priests, uh, those that are in higher authority now to come down and sit in the dust. Hallelujah. You're in a backslidden condition.
1: Watch him now. Come down, come down and sit in the dust. Sit in the dust. That's the order. Oh virgin daughter of Babylon. Oh virgin daughter.
0: Daughter, oh virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit.
1: Sit. On the ground. Sit on the ground. There is no throne. Huh? There is no throne. There is no throne. Hallelujah. i have ordered you your
0: for the throne. There's no throne for you now. There was one but no more. Because you wouldn't listen.
1: There is no throne uh-huh. O daughter of the Chaldeans Yes For thou shalt no more Thou shalt no more Be called Thou shalt no more be called Tender Tender And delicate And delicate Take the millstone Oh yes You
0: fixed the what now Amen I'm fixed to do something now I'm fixed to order you to do something Take the
1: millstone. It's and time for you to go to what? And grind meal. Grind meal. Uncover thy lots. Unco- uncover thy lots.
0: Make bad the land. Oh, yes. I'm talking about bringing you to shame now. Huh? Now, the once was a time that when you see these things, and then you would know that it was a reproach and evil of shame facing. That's why that I brought in earlier. Concerning of those that feared God back there in the olden time and how that they uh, dressed themselves, how they conducted themselves, but now this is different. I'm fixing the exposure. What you couldn't see, you can see it now. So he said, "Uncover
1: what? Uncover thy locks. Uncover the locks. Make bare the leg.
0: You know what that means." Your leg, you couldn't see. I don't see Sister Foushee's leg. Why? Why I don't see him? She got him covered up, huh? But he said no. Make bare the legs, huh? Pull that long dress up. What are you going to do? I'm fixing that exposure. No, I want it down. No, no. When I wanted you to have it down, you didn't do it. But now I. I am ordering you to make belly legs, and what?
1: Uncover the thigh.
0: Uncover your thigh now. <laughs> you see what he's doing now? We were talking about covering it up, but he said, "Now nah, uncover it."
1: I'm
0: talking about bringing you to shame.
1: Listen. Uncover the thigh Uncover the thigh Pass over the rivers uh,
0: You know when you get ready to go through the water Now you uh, women or you sisters know how you would do when you waiting out in the water You know when you get up there y- Y'all know about that no? Amen Amen You're fitting to cross over in the water You're going through the water now And you got to lift your dress up high to go through the water Isn't that right? Uh, some of these brothers don't even know nothing about that They just go in there any kind of way Amen. All right.
1: Thy nakedness. Your nakedness. Sh- thy nakedness shall be uncovered. Now, you see that? Now, what else is he trying to do but bring you to
0: shame? Your nakedness shall be uncovered. What are you doing, Lord? I'm exposing you. Yes, because you're putting me to shame. Now look, look at the church where well, I brought this in here. That you will take another look at yourself and I believe that God gave me this to give greater than them, temple because it's nobody but us. To give it to you that you will take heed with yourself
1: now he said that nakedness, nakedness shall be uncovered shall be uncovered now let
0: me go back that you may be able to understand now exactly why you remember early and some of you should have been in here you wasn't in here so you don't even know what the Bible class is all about amen but we find that when you are in a backslidden condition when you are on the edge when you is about to go overboard when you are drifting away from god or from the peaceful shore you don't know the state that you're in until you have drifted too far when you backslide you goes back To your old own self. Think about it now. You reach back and get things that you done laid aside. That you once was taught against. That you once felt it was wrong. It was wrong for a woman to cut her hair back then. It's still wrong. Now you can get in trouble with Something with God that is in the book and that will never be raised. for a woman to cut her hair. It is an abomination. It's a disgrace before God that a woman would cut. I'm not talking about amen, evening her hair up. I'm talking about styling her hair like a man. Cutting all that beautiful hair off that God gave. And some that Nancy crying a oh, baby ain't got any hair. You remember that? We love when our babies be, bumping. oh honey, got a head full of hair. Oh, it's this way, Is that. And then when God give you some and let your hair grow out. And I think a woman is beautiful with hair. And then you get so much of the world in you, and you say, oh, I can't do nothing with it. And you start out cutting it with a bang, bang. And after a while, your hair will become damaged for some reason or another. When it becomes damaged, then you will, you know, say, well, I need to do something about this. I don't blame you. For that's another thing. Don't look too nice when your hair is damaged. Some long, some short. Some up here some down, you know. You want to even it up, that's all right. when your spirit is right and your motive is right in what you're doing. All right, so here we are. Some means you can't tell, and this really goes for for white folks cause, amen. Black folks' hair don't grow that fast. I'm talking about the men. You can't tell the men from the women, but that's white. That ain't black. You can tell all ours because all ours grow out a little bit and begin to get too poor. But it's a shame to cut off that beautiful hair. That God said, "I want to beautify the women's of the woman, well, the women's, and make them beautiful for the man." Did you know that? Do you know that God fixed up the woman for the man? Oh, y'all didn't know that, did you? No, y'all didn't know that. Cause You ain't saying nothing. He said, "Huh." God made the woman for the man. Do you know that? He made the woman for the man. And the man he made for himself. Is that right? But now the woman that alone tried to get up in her. Overtake her. And she have caught the boat and start drifting. A husband has thrown off the lifeline but she won't take it. Don't cut your hair. But they cut it anyway. And they'll cut it so short they can't hardly do it with it no way. You know, when you have so short, it won't take a curl, a curl. Is that right? It won't take a curl, it won't take a curl. At least you're going to cut it, y'all, and let the curls wrap around it three or four times anyway. But you done it where you can't even get a curl. You put a curl in it, it won't last no longer than you comb it. it come right on out. Is that right? It may seem funny, it might sound funny, but it is true. What is about to take place? When you start walking away from God, me and your own, then God backs up. Now look, it's no surprise to him. A person that is backsliding or floating away from God. Things that used to be is no more. How are we going to stop this? Let us go to the book of Proverbs twenty six and eleven and Second Peter two twenty one and twenty two What is he saying that I'm breaking you to shame? I'm letting you see that what you used to stand for, you're not standing for that any longer. Would you agree with me if I should say that we, the church world, the church of God, is in a bad shape? Huh? There's no use of us trying to fool ourselves living high we're living so high until we don't even know when church time comes I said to you some time ago stop looking at daylight thinking you got plenty of time and stop looking at your timepiece. When it comes, seven o'clock come, you should know to be ready on getting ready for church. but you don't. Oh I've been watching you since I've been teaching just about half of the people made it in here at eight o'clock and after eight. How many of y'all was late for work this morning? I got up Sunday morning, and Lord, I was miserable, very miserable. When I got up, it was nine o'clock, I overslept. Then I got in there and I took my bath. I got ready. Was getting ready and I thought it was something to eleven o'clock. And my wife said, Come get breakfast. I said, I ain't got time to get no breakfast. I say it's a quarter to eleven. I got to get over there. I was in a rush. I got down, I say, Lord, you bless me. And I thank you for last night's sleep. I thank you for this morning. I thank you for watching over me. Lord, I want you to bless the service on today. Amen. That was <laughs> the only shortest prayer I ever prayed on Sunday morning at home. I used to get out there and stay so long, my wife think I'm asleep. And I got ready and got my coat, everything. She said it ain't that late It's just now something to 10 And then there one. But I was getting in a hurry for him And for his service I did not want to be late But how many of us Will miss out and we don't care About the service of the Lord That we will rate other things, natural things, much higher and more valuable than the things of God. Well, I believe God heard my prayer anyway. It was short, but he heard it. Because he knew what I was doing, I was doing it for him. But it won't work like that when you're on your way to work. And you don't pray just a word or two. All right. The book of Proverbs, let us see what he's going to say. and it's already been prophesied.
1: 26 and 11.
0: 26 and 11. As a dog. Now, I, I, do you know what a dog is? I've mentioned this before. Do you know what a dog is? Now, God got the lowest thing. And yet, when you come to the definition of a dog, it will tell you what he's good for. But it will also tell you what he is. A dog is one of the lowest animals or creatures that there is on God's earth. Why did he use a dog? A dog is good. And you see you see more dogs than little now. I'm not talking about human beings. I'm talking about dogs dogs. So many pets, so many, all of these. They didn't have that way back then. Some dogs they would eat. Well, some cats they would too. But this is very low. That's the reason why the <laughs> Jews class. The Gentile as dogs. Don't eat with them. Don't sleep with them. Don't have nothing to do with them. They is filthy. They are dirty. They love the scum of the earth. Don't associate with them at all. They is nothing but dogs. Dogs with two legs. They are dogs. That's very low, dog. When you've been called a dog, honey, they're putting you down. To me, it's worse than a fool. You nasty dog, you.
1: The dog.
0: Hallelujah. Listen.
1: the dog as a dog as a dog returneth listen to this as a dog returneth to his vomit
0: returneth what he was at first I know he was going back there a dog returneth
1: to his vomit to his
0: vomit The thing that he had went and dug a hole and Can I say the words nasty? Oh, you ain't that weak stubborn. No, you better forgot about it when you went to Went and puked up. You ever seen a dog do that? He don't just go there and put his head down and that's all. He presses and get it out of him. He vegetates, and just get it on. Oh, and that's why he did come up. Ooh. He don't want it then. He's full, so he going, come it up. Way in the evening of the next day he goes back and what he buried, he digs it up and eat it all over again. That's a dog. Yet, scientists said there's something good about him. Always. When it comes to trailing and smelling things and got a good nose, a dog got the best nose of finding things, uh, trailing things, than any animal in the world. The key to smelling, but yet he's a dog. The dog will return to his vomit
1: so a fool so a fool return it to ret- his folly turn
0: it a fool will return
1: to his folly.
0: what you was back there will come back to you again lord i hope what i say will make sense for a finish now go to second peter Chapter 2, verse 21 and 22.
1: For it had been better. Listen, listen.
0: God ain't pleased with us by putting a distance between us and Him, by going the way that we are going. I'm glad, now I want to know if I can say something. You don't know what I'm going to say, so I shouldn't ask you that. If you ain't going to come in here to stay, if you ain't going to come in here to do right, if you ain't going to come in here to follow rules and regulations of the word of God, You ain't going to live right. It would have been better if you had never received the Holy Ghost. Oh, yes, we are glad for those that come in. I got the Holy Ghost. But will you keep it? Or will you let it keep you? It would have been better. Better, so said he.
1: For it had been better for them Uh not to have known the way of righteousness.
0: The way of righteousness, the way of truth. It'd have been better if they had never known nothing about it.
1: Then, then, after they have known it, after they have known it, after they have received the Holy Ghost, after they
0: become that new creature in Christ Jesus, after they have known it, to turn, then to turn from the holy commandment, from the holy commandment. Delivered unto them delivered unto them you turn away from it You only walked a while, but you stop you used to be obedient, but you have lost respect Think about it We are not like we used to be when we first received the Holy Ghost You was very easy then to control, but you now you have allowed pride to rise up in And you are doing your own thing. And God is not pleased. Disrespecting what he's saying. Now, you might say that you're not. And we put this on the world well instead of applying to ourselves. That we who. Used to know God. No, I didn't want to say that. Something stupid Amen. But it, nevertheless, it'll come. by greed
1: But it has happened unto them.
0: It is happened unto them. I told them. you so. I told you so. Living holy is not running up and down the aisle for a space of time and quit, huh? Living the Holy is not jumping up, shouting. Then I got the Holy Ghost today and tomorrow and the next week or so, or the next year or so, or the next five years, or the next 20 years. How do you end this thing to stay?
1: Listen what he said. But it has happened unto them. It has happened to them. According? Yeah. Did it say again? According? Oh, oh the
0: other one said again, though.
1: All right. According? To the true proverb,
0: according to the true proverb, the dog. Uh oh. Yeah, the dog.
1: The dog is turned. Is turned to his own vomit. Not his own. Not some other dog's, but his own vomit. Again.
0: I, yeah, I thought it said again somewhere. All right. All right.
1: And the sow.
0: And the sow.
1: That was washed. Uh-huh. To her wallowing. Why
0: didn't it say a male? Why did it have to say a sow? Had you thought of that? God could have just said the hog, the pig. But He special about the sow. You know what a sow is? Now you ain't, you ain't, you ain't, you, you, ain't, you being put low in. Somebody say your soul. <laughs> now man ain't no soul. Isn't that right? Or easy A man is not a sow, but a female is a sow. It's classed as a sow. Man is stuck as a dog. A female is not a dog. Oh, is that right? Is that right? That's true. When God say a dog, He specified in talking about the male. Oh, you didn't know that either. He said the dog will return to his bible again. And all so the sow that was washed the female hog not the pig but the sow will return to her what? wallowing or she wallowed back in the mud I don't care how clean they are how you might clean them up they going back to the same old nature and ways and wallow in that same stuff. How is it when God bring you out and has brought you out of Egypt, has washed you and cleaned you up, forgave you of all your transgressions, Washed you and made you whiter than snow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Took the old funny smell away from you. Amen. Gave you a sweet smell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Changed your clothes. Amen. Made you fit for the master's use. Amen. And because of the period of time, the length of time, you got hot. As a sow long for a watering plate, and never forgot what it felt like. She went back to her same old ways. Doing the same thing. What are you saying? The church world today, look what a mess that we are in. Huh? God said be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I'm classing the unbelievers as dogs. Don't entangle yourself with them. I've set you free. But you're just like Israel that wanted a king. God pleaded with them through his prophets, and all they tell them they don't need a king. I'm their king. They don't need another one. But if they got a king, tell them what their king is going to bring about. What it's going to do to their daughters, their children, the young men. Let them know that they're going to make slaves out of them. This was told to them when it was finished. They say, yea. We heard all this. Maybe we believe all this, but we want a king. God said, all right, if you want one, I'll give them to you. But I will give it to you in my right. I'll never be pleased with you having another king. I am your king. I am the one to rule over you. But look at us now. The dog will return to his vomit. Saw to her wallet. He said it's enough. I'm fed up. So come down and set in the dust. what is fiction to happen. I'm fiction to expose your shame. And when God turn you loose as he's already done we are going back to the same thing. You won't exactly do like a dog but this was a proverb. This is what will take place when you leave God. Look what they're doing now. Look what they're wearing now. You don't have to hear people say, well, of this or that. Just look at them. The Bible said you will know them by their fruit. I got sense enough to know without even preaching it, without saying anything about it. When I see these on, when I see other things on, when I see the dress doesn't come up, I know something is wrong. I know you are getting weak. I know you done got weak. I know that you are not spiritual. I know you got pride in your life. I know you don't love God like you used to love Him. I know something is wrong with you. It's wrong, husband. You better be careful that you don't take sides with your wife when she's wrong. God can't use a weak man. A woman don't want a weak husband. You think you're doing her a favor when you support her in that mess, but you're not. God will stand with you. If you stand with him, he'll stand with you. Can't be a coward in this way. You can't be afraid. Thinking that if you stand for right, my wife won't have nothing else to do with me. Forget about sex. Come on. Forget about it. Forget about her laying in your arm if standing for right will cause her to roll over the other way. Stand for right. Stand up and be me. say tell them that I'm coming and I'm not coming as a man I'm coming as a man with power I won't meet you as a man hallelujah I'm gonna execute when I come whether you know it or not we are living in the evening time I know something gonna happen I will agree with you that the year 2000 something going to happen but I don't know what but I want to be ready when Jesus comes whether it's noon or night whatever time it may be I want to be ready hallelujah Will you read that for me because I'm gonna quit. I'm going quit I'm go back amen about
1: you I want to go Isaiah? right quick. Come down. Come down. And sit in the dust, O virgin daughter of Babylon. Sit on the ground. There is no throne, O daughter of the Chaldeans. For thou shalt no more be called tender and delicate. Uh-huh. Take the millstones. Uh, yes? And grind meal. Yes. Uncover thy locks. Make bare the leg. Uncover the thigh. Yes. Pass over the rivers. Yes. Thy nakedness shall be uncovered. Uh huh. Yea, yes. thy shame shall be seen. Thy shame shall be seen. I will take vengeance. Uh huh. I and I will not meet thee as a man. I'm not going to meet you as a man.
0: A man now would have compassion. A man now would change his mind. Amen. But I'm not going to meet you that way. I won't meet you as a man. Read.
1: As for our Redeemer, Uh the Lord of hosts is his name.
0: Now remember this. There is coming a time that God is, he won't have no pity. So that's reading, he said, I won't meet you as a man. Because a man can beg his way out of it with another man, but God said, it won't be so with me. I'm not going to meet you as a man. What I've made up in my mind to do, I'm going to do it. But you can change all of that. If you do it in time. If you start letting God be first in everything you attempt to do. If you'll get in in a hurry for God and see what he will do for you. Do you know what happened? We'll put him way back. I'm going to say this and I'm going to quit. I'm afraid for some of you that has started a business. And yet I'm glad to see it going on. Oh, I just wait to tell you the way I feel. Amen. A business is good. It makes you independent. It makes you proud. Amen. And it's something good to have. That's if you know how to run it. Why don't you say amen, Sister Crawford? No, you ain't got that, No, you can't say that. But it is if you know how to run. If you always respect him and let him be first, amen. amen, he'll carry your business a sky high, so to speak. But when you leave him out of it and put him way back there and you do your things first, then God, all he got to do is to move because folks don't want to see you in a business, no way. May I say that just low and it doesn't mean the one that's him. White folks don't want to see blacks in a business. Amen. or oh, you get a little something like a, you know shoe shop or something, anything that's small that ain't going to grow much. Ain't much profit in, they don't mind that. But when you start getting up in these other things, uh-uh, now you know how they are. Huh? Do you know if it hadn't been for God, if it wasn't for God, we would be slaves now? Do you know if they would tell the truth? They want us to be slaves for them to get in their kitchen and to do other things and to be on the farm. The Delta about to run out of business is because there's no farm workers up there hardly now. And anybody that is just working and working and working up there, amen, so to speak, just for nothing, ain't got good sense. No, I won't say that. They ain't never woke up yet. But ain't you glad what God has done? That brought you from where you were. From nowhere. To somewhere. Has blessed you with an education. With a degree. Pretty good job. Home. Amen. Somebody asked me the other day. say. Oh, are any of your members in the church.
1: Oh, 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 they are they.
0: What you call to No, they talked about buying property. Oh, are any of yours, are they relatives in your kind I said, Oh yeah. I was glad to say, oh yes, yeah. Well, uh, and then they told me a few more things. Amen. It's good money in real estate. It's good money. Amen. If I didn't have the kind of job I got, I'd be at it too. I say no what because I was in it once you know. Amen. Y'all might think y'all was the first one in it, but you wasn't. I was. Amen. I was in it in nineteen and around in the fifties. Amen. I sold houses, FHA. Fixed them up and sold them. Buying other things. Amen. Oh yes, I was doing all that. And I know it's good money in there. Amen. I was renting houses out also. Oh, I didn't know. You didn't know that about me? Amen. i do that. So anyway, it's good money in that. And you can go where you want to go in real estate business. But if you ain't got him along with you, and you put your stuff ahead of him, and allow the devil to dictate to you, Amen, leaving him out. The devil know why he can y'all, right enough. Oh, I'm busy, man. Uh, I'm a businessman. I got some real estate property I got to go to and see about it. I got to do this. But man, it's time to go to church. Yes, but I got to do this. God so I'd say, uh-huh, and because you got to do that, then I got to do this. He can script you. If you don't do that, he can cause a disease to come up on you that you cannot get rid of. He'll bring about, let the enemy loose, the stir of trouble in your home. Oh, he knows how to do it. But if you put him first, it's no better life. Bring it to shame. Going back, look at yourself. The thing that you used to stand for, you don't stand for no longer. You're going back to the thing which you was once again. I was asked today, and I hope nobody feel bad, but this we will be dealing with all time. Just because a person or a sister gets so weak and allow a brother or our aunt saved to beget a child by her, you don't have to marry him. It's his responsibility to take care of the child But you don't have to marry, and with God, you better not marry. Amen. Cause you is in trouble, trouble then. Now, if he want to do two things to be saved, and that is to get baptized in Jesus' name and fill the Holy Ghost. Now he doesn't gain that now. Then, if he's still in love with you, he can marry you. If you want him. But you may not even want him. Or when he gets the Holy Ghost, he may not want you. He may want somebody else. Then you'll say, he does me wrong. No. So, never feel obligated. To marry somebody just because you're carrying their child, the baby, you don't have to. Repent to God for being in the condition that you're in. But Lana left and said, well, I'll never be caught in this shape, a predicament no more. Tonight, I really didn't say all I could have said or wanted to say because when I got up here the Lord sort of changed me. And now I know why. If there's anybody here that really want to be saved, want to be saved, want to be baptized in what in Jesus' name, want to be filled with the Holy Ghost, you can get up now come. God is looking for somebody that desires to be saved. Get up if you're here. We got the water. We got the clothing. If you're here. Will you come? Man or woman. Whoever you are. Enough is enough tonight also is the night that we used to take up an offering for our council